Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast. Richard Lane with you here on Friday, October the 7th. This week we're focusing on a World Report item, the very serious issue that's galvanised a lot of media coverage in the past few days, and that is grave concern over the treatment of medical workers in Bahrain after the uprising in the Arab Spring. I'm delighted to be joined on the podcast by the author of the World Report piece, and that's Shamila Devi. Welcome, Shamila. Before we go into the background and you discuss uh, some of the points you raise in the World Report, since your piece went to press, there has been a significant development in this story, hasn't there, Shamila? So give us the news first. Indeed. Late on Wednesday, the Bahraini authorities released a statement saying that they were going to order a civilian retrial of the 20 doctors, which is great news, though it falls short of their hopes that all charges would be dropped. Now, the Attorney General came out with the statement, and he did not say when the retrial would be, but there will be a retrial in civilian court, and he also said that he would look at the convictions of many other protesters that have been sentenced by this military court. We have to remember that there's about 200 or so protesters that have been sentenced so far. Now, the doctors have received most of the international attention, but there are many other protesters as well that are facing harsh prison sentences. Do you know how this, how or why this has come about? Do you think there might be pressure from within the Bahrain, Bahrain royal family? I think so. I think there's probably pressure from within the ruling authorities. I mean, there is a, a sort of split. There are you know, varying opinions as to how far they should go in their crackdown. But also, there was a lot of international outcry. We had doctors and medical associations from all over the world, including Britain, America, and so on, that condemned the sentencing. They were facing prison sentences of up to 15 years. So had condemnation from all around the world, the UN, the US and all over. And one assumes that the perhaps this had an effect. Thanks very much, Shamila. And, and now let's focus on your world report. Let's begin, if you wouldn't mind, by just giving us a historical factual run through of what's happened this year. The events in Bahrain date back to about February earlier this year. We had the uprising starting in Tunisia, then Egypt, which inspired young people and a, lot, a wide range of people to take to the streets, including including in Bahrain, which is a tiny, tiny Gulf kingdom in the Gulf. Doctors, students, workers, they all took the streets and congregated in an area called the Pearl Roundabout. Now, these protesters were mostly Shia, and they make up about 70% of the population. The Sunni minority, about 30%, they rule the country. The ruling family is actually the Sunni minority. And in the end, troops were sent in from neighboring Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates to join their Bahraini counterparts to crush this uprising. Now, thousands of people were detained. Thousands of people have lost their jobs. Quite a number of these protesters have faced military court trials, including a group of 48 medics. Now, these include doctors, nurses, paramedics, all sorts of health professionals. The 48 were divided into two groups, and last week what we saw, 20 doctors out of this original group of 48, given prison sentences ranging from 5 to 15 years. The other 28, their trial is expected to resume later this month, probably on October the 24th. They face lesser charges. They might well face sentences of between 1 to 5 years, but the 20 doctors were given sentences of between 5 and 15 years. And in the piece, you do mention about the, the doctors that were arrested being divided into two groups. Do you want to comment on that? The 
20 doctors who were sentenced last week, they faced felony charges, much more serious charges, and the charges ranged from smearing some of the protesters with blood to try and make out that they had suffered far more serious injuries at the hands of the Bahraini security services. These were all Shia doctors. They were also accused of failing to treat Sunni patients. They were charged with appealing to the international media and criticizing the royal family and accusing the security forces of heavy-handed tactics. It's widely accepted by, according to testimony given to human rights groups, that these security forces did indeed use very heavy-handed charges, and the doctors completely deny all of these charges. If you don't mind, just give an overview. We've read it and seen reports on television as well, but the, the type of treatment that these doctors have received since they've been arrested. Indeed. Now, we know what has happened to them from testimony that the doctors themselves have given to researchers and also from reports that they've managed to give to their family members who they in turn have passed on to international researchers. The claims of torture include things like being blindfolded, being made to stand for hours or days on end, threats of violence, including rape, actual violence, being beaten with hoses, being beaten with wooden sticks, with nails inserted into these wooden sticks. The allegations are extremely serious. At the beginning of their trial in in the military court, they tried to bring this up before the military judge, who refused to hear any of this testimony. The most critical thing now, isn't it, is to try and ascertain what could happen, particularly in, in terms of pressure from within or outside Bahrain, diplomatic pressure, human rights advocacy, to try and sort this situation out, because obviously there seems to be a tragic injustice going on here. And also, interestingly, sorry, this is a multifaceted question, you mentioned towards the end of your piece how the king of Bahrain, because it's a sovereign state, isn't it, is looking at an independent inquiry. So can you elaborate on that? Absolutely. I'll start with the appeal, the appeals process. The appeal of the doctors will start later this month, we believe on October the 23rd. They are currently out on bail and in their homes and awaiting this appeal process. In the meantime, since the verdicts were announced last week, you've had everybody from the actual U.S. State Department, Human Rights Watch, to Physicians for Human Rights, lots of groups urging the Bahraini authorities to not carry out these sentences against the medics. The commission was appointed earlier this year by the king. Now, the commission has various members on it, including international human rights lawyers. They have been investigating the various allegations that have been made against the Bahraini authorities, including the allegations of torture. They will be releasing a report at the end of this month. We expect that. We expect to see that. Now, what is unknown is how the Bahraini authorities might well react to this. They've done their inquiry very, very quickly, which begs the question how how detailed, how accurate might this report be? Having said that, had they taken much longer than there would have been allegations of, you know, foot dragging on the part of the authorities. I think the background to a lot of what's going on in Bahrain is that there is a power struggle between the moderates and the hardliners within the ruling royal family, which is a large, sprawling family. And this power struggle is currently playing out, and we have to wait and see what will happen. What timescales do you think we're expecting? We're talking days, weeks? The, the appeals process, we think,
think, starts on October 23rd. Before then, it's perfectly within the, the ruling authorities' power to announce that they were not going to carry out these sentences, but we just don't know at this stage what they're going to do. Thank you very much, Shamila Devi, and we'll certainly return to this topic on the podcast once there is more news in terms of the outcome. But in the meantime, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. See you next week.